Hello guys, it is seven o'clock and it is time for us to sit around and have some drinks and some snacks and chat about these soap operas today. Now, I don't know how many y'all are here for days, but I'm going to tell you, days has really been impressive these past couple of days. And if you're not watching it, you owe it to yourself to add it to your viewing schedule. Bold is going to be bold, and they out here doing um, more stunt casting for October. We got a new one today. We'll talk about that later. Um, the Young and the Restless, I'm still really not getting into it like I should, but I see you guys talking about it, and hopefully somebody will have some input on that, as well as on General Hospital, and I spent some time catching up on those episodes because my antenna hates me. So, we'll get into it as much as we can. The other hosts are running a little bit behind tonight. Hey, darling, come on in. Um, Sam will hey, not Bubbles. tonight. Hey, um, and I believe Lady Sanchez is going to be running a little bit behind, but everybody else will be here and people are in YouTube. So, we're going to get today started. And if you're on YouTube and you're not subscribed, go ahead and subscribe and hit notify so you know when we go live. And then you don't have to keep up as much on y'all. Miss Darling, what's up with you? Nothing much. I was very, very um, impressed with days, but they've been doing that regularly yet. Early. Girl, I felt like Wendy Chan today every time somebody opened their mouth. Hey, Can Can. Every time somebody opened their mouth on days this morning, I felt like like Wendy, like, oh my gosh, what did I just walk into? Oh my gosh, what kind of family is this? Normally, you have to know people for more than a couple, a day or two before you get the kind of tea that Miss Wendy got today. Ain't it been the same day though? Ain't it? The yes. Same day? It really, it literally is the same day because she got the same jacket on. So. I'm like, Wendy, you, this is like practically your first day in Salem. And not only are you getting to meet all the people, you getting all they tea too? She got a crash course in Salem. Like, here's everything that you need to know about everybody that you've met so far. Boom. Hey, Bubbles. Hey. Hey, I can't hardly hear y'all. I got y'all on speaker, but I can't hardly hear you. So I'm going to step out and then come right back in. Okay. Maybe that's me. Okay, okay. Honey. Okay. 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 Now I do know that I don't like the way this mic that I have sounds on the playbacks. I might try my other mic, but I didn't like the way that camera was because it wasn't sharp enough. And I'm not using the camera yet, but at some point I'll be using mm -hmm. my camera. But I kind of sound a little tinny, and I'm trying to determine if it's because I'm too close to the mic or I'm too far away from the mic or if I just need to work on some of these other settings. But sometimes I sound horrible and I'm not just saying that because most people think that they sound horrible. I know that I don't. Um, well, I can tell you, but I can tell you bluntly, I didn't realize how big my mouth was until I listened to some of the playbacks. <laughs> oh yeah. You guys are all a vibrant crowd and I love it. <laughs> but yes, Miss Wendy got all the tea about pretty much everybody. Basically, everybody she didn't meet, she didn't got some tea on them. I was looking at Johnny like, Johnny, you gonna you might scare this girl off. 
Right. Don't be telling about all your crazy ass family business right now. Talking about, well, you know, I was tripping. Me and Trip ain't really all that solid because one time I was trying to sleep with his mama and then hit my daddy made his mama leave town. And then, you know, I was married to Chanel, but then we got a divorce. But then now she dated my sister. But it's all OK because she had a threesome with this boy over here like she got i'm like they, they put everything in a nutshell with that how's it now can can it's beautiful now okay see we ain't do nothing yes it was me <laughs> but yes and, and, she and then she and then he threw in well yeah um yeah uh, when ali's my twin sister but we got different daddies too so and she was like, hold on, I can't do y'all no more. I'm gonna go on back to Alaska because y'all got too much going on. Yeah, that was she was probably like, y'all sure we in mid we in uh the Midwest with all this action? This this look like a sleepy burg of a town, but y'all sure don't have sleepiness. But and I, I really enjoyed that because one thing I like about Wendy is that one she. To say that I I don't know if they're gonna go there with her and Johnny because I honestly feel like Johnny is more of the option that she's looking at subconsciously at least at this early stage because she's not checking for Trip or his brother she really not she considered them friends that's really what it looked like so but she, I feel like she could fall into a threesome with them too, and it wouldn't be no nothing, no nothing, because that's what Days is doing right now. Oh yes, they are being extremely adventurous, which I'll be very blunt. I, I'm I'm all fud, but yeah, that was too funny with them walking in there just as Allie telling Sonny, "Well, yeah, we kind of did have a threesome with your brother," and Johnny standing there looking like, "What did? What in the hell did I walk up in here with?" Right, you won't let uh, me sleep on the couch because y'all freaks in here having threesomes. It, that's what I would have been thinking. Oh, this is why I can't be staying around here. I'm cramping your style, your freaky deaky menage a trois style. That's what this is about. You freaks need a third, but I'm not the third you need because I'm related by blood. <laughs> exactly, but also I think because I really was struck by Johnny telling Wendy that you know he that. He wanted to get past everything, all this mess, mess that had been going on and find something or someone a little less complicated because, yes, his last two strikes at love had been extremely complicated. First with Michelle and then this whole thing with with Ava, even though, you know, it didn't come to nothing at the end of the day. When Wendy looked at him and said, Ava, ain't she old enough to be your mama too? I died. My soul, my whole soul died. I was like, Wendy is out here reading my tweets live because I've already said, I don't know about, I mean, I like Johnny and Ava together, but I mean, Sammy ain't in the town and I feel like that's the only reason why Ava still got all her teeth because Mm. I think Ava might be older than Sammy, and you out here with her little baby boy. I don't, I don't know how I feel about your odds, girl. Um, I mean, let's be honest. You, you see, when Sammy don't really feel a person who pushing up on one of her peoples, you know how it's like because you know how she is with Kristen, and you know how she is with Nicole. Ass though, her and Nicole have a lot of subtext there, but that's another story. So I'd have no doubt she would have been like. Excuse me, who 
Who you trying to be with? Whose son? I know you don't mean mine. Not one of mine. <laughs> not not Giovanni Demira. I know that's not who you're talking about, no Giovanni Demira. No, you must be talking about somebody else. The that who you talking about that Johnny L. the barge was asking about who's Johnny? That's who you but not my son. Yeah, that would have been Sammy. She would have been ready to go blow for blow with Ava in the middle of the streets. Found that. But see, she's conveniently away doing whatever it is she's doing while her mama dying. And her children mm -hmm. out here having little or mini orgies all over town. Exactly. So, and also, where I'm pretty sure if she came back, she'll come back to all this chaos and be like, "Okay, I haven't been gone that long, and you didn't hooked up with somebody who older than me, and you over here with your girlfriend, who you stole from your brother, which I kind of respect because stealing somebody, man or woman, is just a family tradition in this part of the family. So whatever. On both sides. On both sides. So I can't get upset about that. But then you decided to go have a threesome with your brother-in-law's brother. Okay. Mm -hmm. Y'all, apparently, you all need to be watched. And the thing is, Wendy by comparison, is definitely the less complicated uh, option of anything for Johnny. But I also think Johnny probably felt a little bit, he probably felt some type of way because, I mean, if the shoe was on the other foot, it's kind of like, if I lost the person I loved to a sibling, only to find out that my sibling and this person is out here having threesomes, you kind of be like, well, shit, what the hell I lost out for? This is this is this is basically it's kind of like a matter of they chose you over me and that's what y'all doing with that choice. Okay. I'll be goddamn. And you know that and I want what I want to know is Allie going to tell Chanel that she let that information slip. Because granted, they're all grown and it ain't nobody damn business what anybody get up to in their bedroom. Wow. But oh. But I don't think they kind of want that out in the public discourse. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, because I, I mean, because my thing is, first of all, one, Alex, fine, sexy Alex, because as far as I'm concerned, yeah, y'all keep him in shirtless and, and handcuffed to as many beds as you want to. Like I was like, case in point, I was truly impressed today with the fact that outside of his interactions with Stephanie, we're gonna talk about that some too. He he was there for he was there to get him an easy piece, and he sure got him an easy piece. Circumstances be damned. Circumstances be completely damned. But you know what? I did like Alex with Sloan. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. They got they got that kind of like a round edge going on with them, which I really approve of. It, it, it's sexy. It's strictly no strings attached, and it's fun. They seem really fun. On the other hand, Miss Stephanie, I'm okay, you know, I'm, you already know I'm predisposition to not like her because of no, her child she like is. I don't like her either, so you amongst friends. You okay, are good. amongst friends because I can't stand her Abigail part two ass either. She got on my goddamn nerves today because my first thing is, one, 
why are you being so you you can't stop being your parents' child for two seconds. You are breaking and entering into somebody's apartment, and you are still standing here judging what you see when you get on the other side of the door. Ain't had the damn nerve to ask him what he was doing there, bitch. What it look like I'm doing here? I ain't got on nothing but my damn drawers, and I'm handcuffed to the headboard. You do the math, Sherlock Holmes. You tell me what you think I might be doing here in my damn drawers, handcuffed to the bed. What you what you think? Just give it. You know what? I'm gonna give you three guesses. First two don't count because you know everybody blows the first two. But that mm -hmm. third time, you better strike lightning and hit magic or some shit. I don't know. What is you doing here? No, you ain't got no keys. Exactly. And he heard you pick the lock. And I'm sitting up here like. And then when she had the nerve to walk over there and throw the sheet over him, I'm like, honey, Alex ain't ashamed of a goddamn thing and he don't need to be. Honey, I posted earlier, I think this is how you get lost counting to six. Because the ripples from the muscles and that man's abdomens when he was laying in that bed, I swear, I don't know, I count like six, eight, ten, ten pack. He had a twelve pack. They used to call them suitcases back in the 90s. He, had, he got a whole damn suitcase of muscles on his abdomen and her prudish behind gonna sit there and try to cover him up girl we already know you got the hospital because you had to cover him up if he was nothing going on you would have just sat there looking at him like he was stupid and half naked but you got mm -hmm. a little bit warm probably got a little bit moist and you mm -hmm. had to cover him up before you forgot that you all you supposed to not like him I would have taken that bandage. Sloan would have walked in on us. And when she came in, I would say, girl, he called me um, and told me to come over here. I didn't know this was your place. Exactly. And the part that cracked me up, I'd be like, girl, please, just like a, just like some kind of puritan puritanical East Coast school mom, you're uncomfortable with your own sexual or sexual attraction to him. So you need to cover it up so you don't see it. Girl, please, mm -mm, get crucial. Figure what? yourself out, ma'am. Girl, the part that killed me was her running and hiding in the next room, right? And then as she's tiptoeing now, she's turning around and looking back to look at what you're looking at. And sneering. I wanted to say, if you don't mind your business, Stephanie, you the boy is kissing up or is is deaf. He's deaf for what he came for. Okay, he was there for reasons that they didn't have nothing to do with your regular ass. Oh, and I love how she apparently thinks that because she exposed that Sloan is unethical, is that supposed to mean something to Alex Kiriakis? But she unethical. What? Too. She's yes, unethical she too because she went and got that money, um, in that suitcase and had Chad Demera out there trying to pay her off with fucking uh, funny money. She ain't got no morals either. She's just as equally unethical because you you sit here creating a crime to take care of a crime. Blackmail is a crime. Yes, it you is. You're paying the blackmailers with counterfeit money. Honey, you part of the crime circle now too. Exactly. And also, I, I just have to say, I don't, I'm not too familiar with, with her business. And, you know, how well that is going for her. But she is strictly Bush League. I am so sorry. She is absolutely Bush League in her job. And the fact that Chad, who is, who, as you say, is your least favorite Demera, and I see why, is, is caught up, is trying to assist her in this bullshit. I'm like, okay, you know what? First of all, 
you don't really know what you're doing because if you if you can't because the, the original idea was a good one okay the idea was hey we'll use some fake cash in order to go ahead and and make her think that she's getting what she wants and get the deal obviously they don't must not have no no uh telenovenas uh, no, 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 um, narco shows or nothing uh, on the streaming in Salem for her not to know how you're supposed to handle ca- how counterfeit cash is supposed to be handled for her or uh, Chad. And the fact that Chad is a demera makes that even more shameful. Girl, Chad offered up for real money. Chad offered to pay with real money, and she probably should have let it, except for Paulina told her that she didn't want to pay that woman. So, whatever she fucked up, she didn't made. That is on her. She never should have even tried to give that lady fake money because Paulina told her, we are not paying her. Don't even try to pretend to pay her. This is all on Stephanie. And what is her damn business anyway? She's supposed to be a PR, public relations. Exactly. I ain't never heard of nobody's PR person going out here, stealing fake money and breaking into people's houses and doing all this shit that Stephanie's doing. You know what? I know what happened, girl. I know exactly what happened. This she thinks she runs. She thinks she Olivia Pope. She thinks she running some kind of crisis management office that can do this all this time. Oh, that's I have a feeling in her head. That's who she thinks she is. Well, girl, she better wake up before she need Annalise to come get her ass out of jail for this all these crimes she's up in here committing. And the funny thing was having Leo's ass be the one to make that money. And Chad sitting there trying to, oh, no, this this, this money real. She was like, listen, baby, let me tell you something about Leo motherfucking Stark. Don't nobody love money more than Leo Stark. Leo Stark would have a baby with money and he would give birth to it. It's how much he loves money. So if Leo <laughs> Stark is telling me that this motherfucking money ain't real, I mean... I got to go with the subject matter expert. Y'all thought I tried to pull the okie doke over on me. I'm so glad that my little in love with currency friends stopped by over here because y'all was going to really have me in these streets trying to spend some funny money. Honestly, at this point, Sloan need to hire Leela. Forget about Paula. Pauline, he she need to hire Leo as his as her assistant because she was about to take a whole suitcase full of goddamn monopoly money and give up all of the goods for her damn client. And my thing is, Chad, you don't if you playing with fake money, you don't never let them take a good look at the money. His dumb ass. I'm like, who <sighs> the hell takes the money out of the suitcase when the money is fake? And he was right to take blame for that when he said, "I never should have taken the bills out of the suitcase." You damn right. Everybody, we learned that when we was children's. Children, I learned that when I was yeah. about children's watching movies like The Godfather and Damn Serpico and, and anything else where somebody is asking the police to give them a large amount of money and unmarked bills. If you're gonna give them motherfuckers some counterfeit money, keep the suitcase closed, or at the very least. You got to make that first layer of money real. Real money. Everything under it is fake. It's a fake. So if they're asking for a million, they're really only getting about 100000 in real money or something like that. That's how we have to teach these lessons in 2022. And to, but to a Demera, a Demera, that's just absolutely appalling in my Who opinion. his mama again? I keep asking. His mama was... Where his mama? Where his mama? His mama 
was one of Kate hoes, one of them hoes Kate was running back in the day when she was out there being the madam. I tell you I, the truth. Mm. Stefano was laid, laid down with just about every damn body. I mean, he's Stefano, so you know, you kind of sort of figure he would. But well, I, I was like, discerning. I needed him to be discerning about where he, he was been. plowing his seed because some of them children shouldn't even exist. And Kristen's ass is adopted. Yeah, Chris. I mean, honestly, Kristen and Peter, Kristen and Peter Blake were his first children, aside from Tony and whatnot, that we really got a good look at. And it was all, and it was always made clear from the start that they were adopted as children. But they had more pimp juices, Demaras, than half these these actual biological Demaras have. Oh goodness! Like no wonder Ralph trying to get to Indonesia. These people, you can't be hanging out with these people it's working for them. That little girl that Bo was dating that one time, uh, even though she wasn't really trying to claim her roots, I feel like she was probably a little bit more demure than the than some of these children that Stefano made in these streets. Like he wasn't discerning at all. What made him sleep with Susan? Susan. Susan. And as an Elvis impersonator, that that and, was just. And y'all know I love Susan, right? Y'all know I yeah. love Susan damn Banks. But what made Stefano dress up like Elvis and sleep with that woman and put a baby in her? I've never really understood exactly how that came to be. I just knew, you know, Susan was Kristen's doppelganger, which, let's be frank, that kind of made the whole thing even more uncomfortable back then. Yeah, um, she looks just like your adopted daughter, sir. Sir. Yeah. Sir. This yeah. is like shit. Sir, what is you doing? I tried not to think about that too hard in the 90s because I was just like... This is so uncomfortable. Oh, I don't even God. want to think about it right now because it's crazy. I, I was like, this is so uncomfortable. It's just like there's all kind of connotations here that I don't really want to make. <laughs> family girl, that's them Demiris. They wild like that. I, you know what? We was talking last night about how they could bring Stefano back. Mm -hmm. They put his essence in somebody else. What if they brought back Peter? Man, I'll first of all, one, look, let's just put it out there. We all know, at least those of us who was in the soap streets before social media was a thing, that there was bullshit on Days of Our Lives um, involving the actor who played Peter Blake and the actress who played um, Jennifer, Jennifer back then. And, and when the dust settled, whether you believe what was said or not, I His mean, ass was out, and she was back in. I mean, it it looked like it, it looked like what it looked like to me. Exactly. So it like what it looked like to me, and then they moved to Nashville. It looked like what it looked like to me. That's what I said too. So, man, I always I always felt like Peter got a a, a bum ass rap. I was like, I used to love me some Peter Blake. I ain't even gonna lie and say I didn't. Girl, Peter Blake was fine, and if that actor don't want to come back to be Peter Blake, can he please go to Bold and be Pierce Peterson? Girl, yes. That's you do you you read my mind bubbles. He is I think was it was I think was his name Jason Brooks or something? Because he was on because no, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't he on Baywatch too? Yeah, that was Jason Brooks, girl. I always say, you know, he might I mean, hopefully he aged well. He can go be Pierce Peterson because, you know, I don't feel like 
like you know whatever's going on 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 bold that don't seem that's not gonna have no legs for Taylor. Taylor need to be looking for her for her next leg up because it's not Ridge Forrester, and right. you know he looked like a good like and Jason Brooks looks like a damn good leg up. She needs to be looking for her own fin, her own happily ever after outside of Ridge because just like Liam said today to Brooke, you know how it always ends. Ridge always comes back to you. Um, I don't mean to jump over on that train, but... That's fake news. Hold on before you get started real quick. And we're not going to get we're not gonna get ahead of ourselves because I still want to talk about GH. But I do want to say... I know, I know. I just want to say that. <laughs> I've been holding this in my pocket for 20 minutes. Electra Storm said, um, can, can, she supports you for still hanging in there thinking Belle will turn this around. She salutes you. You got faith that no one can break. Oh, I'm like an oak tree, baby. It's gonna take more than 200 years to break me, baby. (laughs) (laughs) That is, that is, that is very, very, very sweet. That is, is, uh, remember what I said before. I'm like, you wanted to, you, you the strong soldier. Somebody got to keep the faith, and I think it's you. Somebody got to hold the line. Y'all know I be sitting here full of skepticism talking about what this what this shit look like to me. <laughs> it still kind of look like that to me, but at this point, I don't care. I want Thomas to be the villain. I, I want him to be the baddie fucking shit up, and I want him to get away with things for a while. Like, at least let him have a year of getting away with things, because usually he don't get, don't nobody get no time to do nothing substantial except for Logan. Let him get a year to get away with this shit. Everybody else is happy and settled in their lives. Brooke even goes back to Bill, honey, and moves into the house that Taylor sold to Bill that Pierce gave her as a gift, but he took money from Ridge, but it was really a gift for Taylor. Let everybody be happy. Let him and Hope be just sitting around kissing on each other and holding hands. And Liam looking crazy in the face because he slept with Brooke, but she still ended up with his daddy. And he can't go back down there to that house in Malibu. And Kelly don't talk to him no more because he was so focused on Douglas. I mean, if he's going to be a hobosexual, who he going to sling dick to now to go live with somebody? Steffi out the question. I don't care. I want all of this to go on for at least a year so Thomas can have a good year. Before they take him and pack him up and send him off for the rest of his life to live with James in the same asylum. Like, I want Thomas to just fucking just wreck everything. If he got to be the villain, like Matt was saying, if Liam is the hero, he guesses Thomas has to be the villain. Well, if he got to be the villain, I want some Dr. Claus shit up in here. I want him being (laughs) Dr. Evil. I want him being uh, damn Nosferatu. Uh, Rasputin. I want him to be Damien. I want him to be all the villains. I want Not Rasputin. I want, I want him to be Jafar. I want him to be Jafar from the third Aladdin. Oh, no, unless you're going to call him Valdemir. I want him to be Snake. I want him to be fucking, what's that man's name from the Harry Potter? He Voldemort. That's the motherfucking Baltimore walking around Beverly Hills designing these bitch ass dresses, making Hope look like a goddamn goddess. 
And then after everything is said and done, they're like, well, it's been a year. We all seem to be pretty happy. I don't guess it matters anymore. And then it don't fucking matter. That's that's my dream. They ain't going to never give it to me because Thomas would be happy. They'll never give it to me. But that's my dream for the next year is that don't nobody catch on and Thomas don't get found out for a good fucking year and everything is where he feels like it should be. Because if he's going to lose it all, then make it fucking motherfucking glorious. Give us something that we're going to really be upset. We upset now, but I want to be mad to the point that I don't watch the show no more. But I also want to be that damn right. Thomas wrecked their lives and got what he wanted before he lost it all. So there. He might have lost it, but he had it. At least he got it. He accomplished something. He got Brooke out the family for a year. And he got this old raggedy ass girl who used to be his stepsister to come live. She live in the house bedroom next door to his. He almost got everything, y'all. I want it for him so he bad. He does. I want it for and, him so bad. And it's because it's because it's been three, four years of him not getting anything. That's why. All Thomas been doing since he stepped foot back in LA from New York with his child is take L's. That's it. That's mm -hmm. all he at the end of the day, that's all he been doing is taking L after L after L. Oh no, I don't really like you. I'm just using you for my grief. Oh no, I don't really like you. I'm just trying to get rights to your child. I'm sick of this shit. I know, and it's one of the main reasons why, I even though. I completely and totally appreciate the chemistry between him and, and the, the, the chemistry between Matt Atkinson and Annika Noel. The show has no intention because technically we can kind of mix it up because I know when Sanchez gets here, we're going to have to go back to Dave. Um, so we can kind of mix up the uh, rotation tonight. And I know we still got to get to GH and she also wanted to get to YR. Uh, so we can, we, so I, I think, I guess we could kind of start bold a little bit early. That sound all right. Yeah, and we'll go back to it. Okay. Um, so the way, the thing is, you know what made the kiss dream? Because, yes, I think we can kind of say it's a dream. Because if it's I not a dream. Mm -mm. Don't do that one. Okay. Don't do that one. Well, that's the thing. Hope was not acting like a woman who had kissed him today. That's this. Today was the day I really, because today was the first day. We've seen them in scenes together since that happened. And one, we only had Thomas have that flashback the next day where he said he has to stop fantasizing about hope. What I really wanted to see was how she was interacting with him because she would hope is not the type of character who would be able to just shrug it off. And she wasn't acting like anything had gone down between them. So, yeah, I'm keeping my marker in the column of that being a dream. Well, okay, let's compromise. I'm, I, I can comp I could be a very compromising person sometimes. And like you said, it was a dream. Well, if it was, it's Hope's dream. That would be helpful. I wish it was. Because let's say it. Let's say, for instance, we okay. Granted, we only see Thomas. Uh, think about her, but woo 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 woo, but. We didn't see Thomas like daydreaming about no kiss. Only thing that we really see Thomas daydreaming about is the freaking end of this CPS call. So my thing is, the only person that's been hot and heavy and they can't collect themselves has been hope. So my thing is, if it was a dream, it was hugs. 
I compromise on that. Okay. But I'm, the, I'm ready to compromise yet. I feel like she Me neither, not really. She keeping <laughs> keeping secrets from Liam. So why wouldn't she keep secrets from Thomas? He ain't gonna say nothing, she ain't gonna say nothing, because that would be weird. And he trying not to be creepy, except for today. He was today was today was creepy. It's because the the whole thing with the kiss. You know what made that kiss hot? Because I, I can't remember who um who posted it, but that little clip that Bold posted of that, it has been watched like 44,000 times at this point. Okay? 40, <laughs> 44, just think about it. 44,000 times. Each is time that just on Twitter or is that all the analytics combined? Because you exactly. know they posted them clips on Facebook and mm -hmm. on IG and like all the social media. So yeah. is this one place or is that the whole collective of everywhere that they shared it? Because that would be the interesting thing for me. Either way, it sounds interesting as hell. Whether it's whether that was just uh, Twitter watches or whether that was Instagram, Facebook watches, but it's up to 44.4 thousand. Um, and just so we're clear, there ain't nothing else on the bold and the beautiful page that they have posted recently that is that has that many rewatches or rewatches. Usually they're in like the 10,000 category if it's something that looks, you know, kind of spicy yep. a little bit. Not yep. even that scene with Brooke and Steffi where after Bridge broke uh, to broke up with her had that many rewatches. And that yep. was at 24,000. Because we've seen that before. Yeah, we have. And so, and hell, not even the uh, Ridge and um, Taylor one had that could, much um, rewatch. It could also be a lot of other reasons, like people trying to fish out to see if it was a dream sequence, to see if it was real, legitimate. And then also, it could very much be these uh, forgotten Hope fans who are literally have been on team for a very long time and they very shameful because of what happened in 2019 so they just yeah. hopping back on board they train <laughs> yeah. because look Thomas I don't care what all that humbug what happened that shit canceled out the moment she sat up there and she uh, did what she did to get his son nonetheless I digress look he was ill she is not so my thing is this She's actually harmed Thomas quite a few times before then. And my thing is, I don't know if I'm on that train because she ain't, she's not doing nothing but using Thomas because she knows Thomas is very much a one woman kind of guy. I'm so not on the train because of how because of how they play it. The reason that clip is so watched is because not just because people are looking for context clues, it was reciprocal in that clip, okay? There was tension and it was coming from both sides. No, yes. it was off, no, it was uh, it was insta it was brought on because a hoe instigated it. She's the one who who brought it on. Thomas didn't kiss her. She leaned in for the kill. No, but Thomas, Thomas the one who started putting his hands on her. I mean, hey, that's, hey, that's how you hey, start that kind of stuff. Come on. Thomas, Ain't nobody running around kissing him. Thomas was just checking the dress. He wasn't trying to, to entice hoping to no kiss. But he's spending more time with him. And y'all, I find it highly suspect and funny 
that when she was standing there with her daddy and her mama pleading his case, she was saying the same thing to her mama that Thomas said to her. Don't you think you deserve a man who puts you above everybody else? You the only man that he ever thinks of. Like I watched the show again this morning after days. I was like, I didn't hear this speech so Oh, hold on. That's what Thomas said to her several times that he he won't don't bother but her and that she that she deserves a man who don't want nobody but her, a man who doesn't have a split heart or split attention. She was being very specific and saying yeah. the same thing that Thomas had said to her. Mm -hmm. like, okay, girl, <laughs> you can't. Somebody, but it ain't your mama and your husband now, is it? Now, can we, can we also let the record show Thomas hasn't changed? Look, they may change the actor, but they have not changed the point that Thomas keeps saying that he has been saying that to Hope since 2011. And his sister. His sister finally got it. Now, I hope the next one they need to get what the hell he talking about. Yep. Liam ain't shit. He been consistent, and he told her. But he was like, "If you like it, I love it, and I'm gonna leave it alone." And I'm gonna leave it alone. Listen, you go. You so, I ain't gonna be sitting here talking to you recklessly like that no more. So he just being his own charming, delicious mm -hmm. self. She coming to the house. She's stopping by the, the shed and picking up the baby so the baby can go and stay in the house and sleep in a room. Probably ain't got nobody in it but maybe her in bed. She ain't got to be uh, sleeping up under Douglas because he got his own room and Thomas is comfortably next to Liam is having fish, y'all, just like Brooke was. He said, he said, he, he sounded like Brooke that yell, you know, Hope left this morning before I was even. Yes, he did. Yes, he was. He sounded absolutely pitiful. I peeped that two bubbles when he told Brooke that. I was like, damn, she tiptoeing in the middle of the night coming to kidnap the baby. And he wake up, all everybody gone. Nobody in the house but him, girl. That's why he begged the Douglas to come That's why he's exactly. That's why he looked so pitiful. But the, that's the thing. So you had. So you had that scene where it was so reciprocal between them when they had that kiss when she was in the green dress. But then you have stuff like today where it didn't play like that and then Thomas came off as, as weird. That's not how you build romantic rapport at least that, between the viewers and your couples. That came off very playful when he was like, do you like my body? Like it was like, you can't take that serious. But I, look, I understand that a lot of them gondolorians literally took that literal and it was kind of like that was tickling the fancy of their whole thing where oh see he back on his crazy shit and he was trying to feel out how like, true what Paris said was <laughs> yeah I mean I that, that, that's yeah that's what he was up to he wanted to know if you know we because Paris was gonna admit it? Was gonna, right was you gonna are you gonna admit it I like you know trying to Pull her car. <laughs> he pulled her car. <laughs> and Hope was very shy about it. I but, saw this him joking with her, like, oh, me too. my body. You like my body. Yeah. My you body. Oh, yeah, but yeah. I mean, I told y'all she was going to sit there and Kiki, she kiki the hell out of Hope because she got Hope out there talking reckless. 
Girl, come on now. I know you're married, but your ass ain't blind. You mean to tell me that you can sit there and look at Thomas Forrester in his drawers and you don't get a little bit yourself it off? Because, sis, I'm sitting over here, splash waterfalls looking at Thomas. You know, okay, but you, you married, girl, not blind. And she was like, well, okay, then. <laughs> he hot. Yeah, girl, he hot. Paris was like, bam, I knew it. See, I knew it. You just like the rest of us. You just like the rest of us sitting over here wiping the saliva from the corners of your mouth. Okay, girl, trying to act like you don't see that man in that damn body. Okay. I would hope that Hope would figure out, though, that Paris can't hold ice water on her chest. And on okay. her ass. If, if, look, if she didn't figure out that Paris couldn't hold ice water when Paris jacked up Queen's wedding, then she deserved whatever the fuck she get. <laughs> She, she went and ran. The, I ain't gonna say she went and ran the tums with that knowledge, but she couldn't get it out of her mouth fast enough. Oh, you need to ride the bike to work more often. Looking all good, got all the girls in the office hot, ain't you? I know mm -hmm. I wasn't the only one thinking it. What but two of y'all in the office, girl? You didn't put not to mention, not to mention Thomas, though his ass ain't right because he was still getting dressed when Steffi popped in. Oh, you're back again now. She's like, boy, what? He can't be in his yeah. own office because Miss Hope and uh Paris took over his office. So see away, huh? Stephanie like, boy, please put your goddamn clothes on. I didn't think of Hold on, she was more look, look. If it, if I don't know, maybe it was was me, but Steph was more pissed about seeing her brother in his skivvies than sitting up the one than Hope coming in her office. Right, like, you know, brother, why are you always half naked in the fashion house? <laughs> for Paris today because the thing is we don't have no really messy messy people on the show 
And mm -hmm. that's how a lot of action that may moves scenes on soaps. Mm -hmm. You need a messy ass person to get that action moving. Indeed. Even Indeed. even if they just passing by. Like Leo mm -hmm. Stark was passing by and he effed up Chad whole deal with Sloan because he messy. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's that's why you need messy people. So I was fully down for Paris to uh be to, to be salivating over Thomas because I mean he is a hard body girl. And when she said he's the kind of trouble you want to get into, into, okay. under, to, under, over, and everything else you could do. I was like, you're damn right. She you was right, she never lied on that. But listen, they already got a messy person. I was thinking today while Paris was sitting here telling Thomas about her little Kiki with Hope, I was like, you know what? Usually it's Katie that's out here spilling people's secrets and shit like this, but they can't have Katie out here talking to Thomas like this about Hope because that's more than just breaking, breaking rank. That's that's full-fledged uh, and treason. But Brooke mm. will kick her out the family for some shit like that. But let Paris oh, yeah. be Katie for today. And she can be the one out there kiki in with the girls and getting their secrets and then turning right back around and telling everybody the secret. I half-ass expected her to go tell Stephanie the same thing. I did too. I did too. I, did I nominate. I'm going to go in office and be like, oh girl, we just saw a full loaded Thomas Hamilton Forrester this morning. Y'all came from the same mama girl. No, no. Oh, why, girl, why you tell me your brother had so much going on? Yeah, I would have never left him down. Talking around here with not just a six pack, but he got a whole travel trunk. Mm. He was all ripped and shredded, girl. We see, we synced it. We synced it. We synced it. I synced it. I synced it this morning. Show hmm. it. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, we've we've talked before about the fact that that. Paris needed a, a personality other than the one that they, you know, assigned her. And I mm -hmm. think they just need to let her ass be the messy Mina. Katie <laughs> exactly. ain't doing it. She can be messy Mina. She sure can. Shit. We need yeah, one. She don't have a film script long enough. You just need the messy person to come in and throw the rock and hide their hand. And, and then leave. Yeah, yeah. Because now Thomas and Hope got a secret. She ain't gonna go home and tell Liam, oh, who was such a funny day at the office. Paris and I walked in on Thomas and he didn't have a shirt on and she got me to admit that I thought he was hot and then we all just sat around and laughed about it. Ain't it <laughs> they got a look, look, they got a secret that only them three know. Cause see, mm -hmm. it's out in the open, kind of semi in the open, because Paris know about it. Right. <laughs> will be the one to fuck up and tell Liam. Well, you know, you lucky that Hope got eyes only for you, honey. Yeah. We'll be out here with Thomas. We, we I know. And him. then they had and then they had that girl up here lying saying that Liam is hand, is the is the most handsome man to her. I said, girl, shut up. You need to <laughs> stop. You stop need a cataract surgery done. That's like people with ugly babies talking about, isn't he so beautiful? No, if you you mm -hmm. want to know, go ask me for the truth today. Uh, because I'm going to lie to your face. And, I mean, well, I'm not going to lie, but I ain't going to hurt your feelings. Ooh, his shoes are so cute. Baby. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that's not to say that, that Liam is not is not attractive, but yeah, no, he's we're not going to sit up here. His <laughs> whole character is ugly as hell. He looks, he yeah, is horrible. He's, he's horrible. 
Yeah, aesthetically speaking, he looks fine, but his personality and his right. soul is so ugly, it, the rest of it don't even matter. Correct. <laughs> Correct. You tell me that this man out here then the pretty much turned off on his own child, but he hunt down his dad hmm. his baby every day. Sir, you can't tell me the sun was shining if the sky was blue. I'm, I'm going to pass on you and anything else that you're trying to sell because we're not buying it over here. Okay. time you even seen your kid, hmm. remember the last time he said Kelly's name, um, you would think with Douglas being out of the house, this would be the perfect time for Kelly to come over and spend some time with Beth. But Beth always be over there at Lola's house or wherever she be. Wherever the hell she at. If I'm not mistaken, y'all, the last time that Liam said anything about Kelly was in April. April or May. Look at right? this damn October. When she just when mm -hmm. she just before she went away to um to to Monte Carlo, right? She but she'll be she been ready for med school now. She don't need him no more. But that's what I'm saying. Here yeah. it is. It's gonna be a whole nother year. And he haven't mentioned his daughter or done anything. Like the way they writing, I'm sorry. You can't <laughs> you got one job. And on that job, you can't tell me you don't you don't recognize the shit that's been put on in front of you on the plate in front of you. And we have, it, I'm we're sorry, terrible with continuity. We have terrible. We have a lot of continuity problems on board. Because Sam said it last night, and she was right. And Ricky had a post about it, a little bit about it earlier, where Ricky basically was just saying he was just saying, you know, this was just a really odd week for Bold and the Beautiful. It was. It was just strange. Mm -hmm. It's because, because it's like, and the more I think about it, the more irritated I get because I'm like, you know, they had Bill with all this dialogue about mm -hmm. how he wanted to change his life and be something more than somebody who just donates money to good causes and, and how he wanted to actually, you know, be involved and do things so much so that he had Liam and Wyatt ass worrying if he was sick or something and he helped save Lee and then you turn the page all of that has been completely erased and Bill is back to being the textbook narcissist he's always been. It's like he mm -hmm. never said none of that shit. He never said none of that. And Same the fact that I held that hope for Bill Lee thinking that they was really going to give us something. But when that was the actual for real red herring, like, but I don't even want him with Lee now anyway. Oh no, he tainted. He tainted yeah. goods, baby. That mm -hmm. yesterday yeah. episode. Did, did y'all see when he was telling Brooke Girl, yesterday, I yes. was disgusting. Talking about, well, yeah, Katie don't want me now, so Katie don't want me. Let me whisk you away. We can have the great life. We could have had I said, before. Bill reeks of desperation he and does. pity and foulness. I was like, ooh, this ain't Donald Bill. This is this somebody perpetrating a fraud, honey. He not is and then he ended. He was telling Liam, "Well, once I'm back with Brooke, I'll help manage this situation with Thomas." Bitch, you ain't managing your own situation, and you worry about managing somebody else's relationships. Go sit well, your man, ass down. You don't get hopes. Help get hopes straight. Excuse me, you don't even like what? Hope. Exactly. He gonna, he gonna get he gonna get hope and Brooke in jail 
fucking around with them forces that and then got reunited. He gonna fuck around and get everybody locked up. Now he better stay, he better be quiet because he remember he got he was locked down, him and his son. And if it wasn't for Thomas, they'd be still on lockdown. That's so my greatest regret. If they wasn't gonna really do if they wasn't really gonna let Thomas fully reform, I was old. Bill Spencer and Liam ass in prison. I was old a few eyes style episodes of Bold and the Beautiful for them two bitches. And I'm mad I ain't get it. Yes. Isn't this disgusting? Like, you mean to tell me that one day you literally are being like Cyrano to Katie and then the next day you spin out the same trash to her sister like the very next day on the show terms. You know what I mean? It's and you heard what he said. And you heard what he said, huh? Brooke actually had the the most truthful thing that came out of anybody's mouth yesterday was Brooke actually said, "So wait, so you're just going, you're proving Katie right?" And he's right. like, "Yes, he yes, said, Katie yeah. was right." I was like, Ugh. "He said she was, she sure was, she was dead, she was dead ass right, she was dead." <laughs> and and you think that made you look better or made you look worse? Right, like, right. that's not a flex. That's no, not, it's not right. That, is, it's that not, is not a good trade, dude. That is not a flex. It is not. It's it looks not. deplorable. Because if Katie had been fool enough to let herself mm-hmm. be worn down, because yep. she's been saying no steady since 2020. That's mm-hmm. a long. That's a long time in 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 romantic relationship terms. True. She's been saying no since March of 2020. If 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 Katie had allowed herself to be romanced or broken down and said yes, you were going to immediately turn around and stab her in the back, then turn her back around and stab her in the front. He sure mm-hmm. was. He sure was. So, and then, he and would have left, left Katie at the damn altar. He would have left Katie at the damn restaurant. They wouldn't have even made it out of the Olive Garden that night because he got that call from um Othello um, right, then at de- right after Katie walked out the door. To tell him that that oh it looks like they've broken up and he ran his ass out there like like his like um his money was on fire he would have left Katie sitting there with the breadsticks. When he said uh you you would be you would be single and I would come running where here I am sir that's ugly why do you think he's, that's cute that's he's not never my deal, Spencer he's never made his dad. So, so just like, I can't, I, I can't believe this is my child. How do you sit up here and disappoint your, a dead man easily? Apply pressure to the, one of the, one of the worst women he ever known in his life. <laughs> this is shameful. Yeah. It is shameful. And that's the thing. And the thing is though. That's what makes it, that's what the show don't understand. When you have these men doing this wicked, crappy shit, it, it, it makes it harder to sell them in couples. Now, in your head, they're thinking, don't you see, he would walk away from Katie, the mother of his child, the woman he's been trying to get with since back with, with since 2020, because Brooke is suddenly on the market. Isn't that romantic? No, is it really, though? Mm-mm. No, it's not romantic. It's not romantic. It's a red flag. Yeah, we don't want to see that. That's nobody's idea of a... That's not a romance. That's not a tale. And these people out here who talking about hashtag Brill is back on. Hashtag Brill is coming. How, Sway? 
It's disgusting how they doing it. And y'all don't care how she get it, huh? This, it's just, it's pathetic. It, it reeks, it stinks. And y'all just don't care. Y'all just want her to have somebody just so y'all feel like as long as she has somebody of competition, here come Ridge. Ridge, you come running. Ridge, y'all hold y'all breath. <laughs> hold your breath. <laughs> That's disgusting. Ugh. Who wants it's like, no. exactly. Who really wants that? No, uh, first of all, one is de is desperate. It's not it cute. Is. It's it's, not. it's just it's complete and total desperation. Bill is running around. I'm surprised Bill is not on social media posting about how he gonna get he gonna get Brooke Logan. I swear, if they you don't have know how that show Victorious used to have the characters updating stuff on 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 their phones on the social media site that was on the show. That if they had both doing the same thing. They would be having Bill posting about how he about to get how he gonna bag Brooke Logan, and that's just that. That's how pathetic he sounds right now. That's, and it's not what it looks like, that's really what he's been doing. Yeah, and to Deacon, to his son, to Brooke herself, it's like, oh goodness, this is not a good look. And you a little bit too old to be carrying on like this, sir. My twenty-something. I really want Liam to be the one to comfort Brooke in the bed, okay. so that Bill can see, Absolutely. Him and see that he lost to his little his little show pony. This would be the sec. That would be the second woman that he pined for, that he thirsts for, that he lost to his son. Now let's dig into that one. Did y'all see it today? Did y'all see Liam make the connection with his soon-to-be uh, <clears throat> desperate About uh, their tea neighbor? rituals? Yes, yeah. I'm enjoying our little grievances of uh, powwows. Our tea <laughs> ritual, our tea ritual over tea. grievances over tea where we get to sit around and just bitch and moan to each yeah. other. Kiki <laughs> <laughs> with your mother-in-law. Do you know what? Yeah. He's tacky. He's tacky and then he sit up there and he want to be a... Now look, Ain't nobody really, really, really like Liam for a long time. I mean, it may be like two or three fans out there that still like Liam. But look, today, he literally turned on his bitch mode. Like, and then me reading what is supposed to happen tomorrow, I'm done. Liam is no longer a waffle. He done went bitch mode. But that's the thing. Liam ain't just bitch made. He an attention whore. He, yes. he needs attention. And that is the thing that is going to crack this Briam code. Because the thing is, that's the one thing he's not getting from Hope. Hope is busy with this preview for Hope for the Future. It's already been specified many times that she's working all hours of the night. And when she's not working 24-7, she's leaving to go to work early. She's coming home late. And then she's not really home at all a lot because she's busy spending time over at the Forrester Mansion with Douglas and also Tom. Thomas, and sometimes with her baby best. But see, that's the that's the pathetic part about it. Why do you feel like the there's a need to keep constantly making someone a victim in order for you to be viable in their life? Like it's pathetic how he feels like he's not needed unless he makes up a circumstance to have 
help a victim. And the yeah. prime suspect is always Thomas. You know, he literally is making up shit without proof in his head. Him and his mother-in-law are digging in their crates of, uh, of, of sabotaging an event to make shit to be the reason why they are acting the way that they are acting. Like Brick literally said today, I will never, I will I could never forgive Thomas for the shit that he did to my daughter all those years ago. But let the shit be reversed. Oh, that was just so long ago. You know, none nobody hardly even remember that. Are you serious? You literally pushed me off a cliff. You literally said I wasn't worth shit as a child. Like, but, you know, Thomas not supposed to feel a certain way about her, you know. Mhm. But nonetheless, I'm just but, saying. But no, but not that. No, it's truthful because at the end of the day, um, part of the problem is is that both that's what Brooke and Thomas both have. Brooke and Thomas, Brooke and Liam having time in common. They need attention, and mm-hmm. they're both sitting in this in this echo chamber with each other, regurgitating the same talking points back and forth between them about how hope's too good and pure and honest to understand how wicked Thomas is and all this bullshit and basically talking about how they basically need to tighten up this conservatorship they got over her ass hmm. uh, because it's because all this shit is getting out of hand now. That's basically what they sounded like today. I think, I think they suffering from carbon monoxide poisoning because they, they sitting up there breathing the same air and they literally don't got no fresh air. <laughs> So these people are suffering from carbon monoxide poisoning or dioxide poisoning. And they literally sitting up there fanning the fumes. Like, there's no flames, but they fanning the fumes of something they made up in their own head. And then we got Liam taking his raggedy ass to the Forrester Mansion to go and beg um, or, or to go talk to Douglas about um, coming back of returning back to the cabin. That That's not the wrong way. It rubs. It it does because it's not about Douglas. It's not. not go- and people and the people that been, and people and I've seen some silly ass takes online on Twitter about this. It's like, had. yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yes, he's pressuring the child. That's what he's doing. He's going mm-hmm. to apply pressure to a child who sees him as an authority figure to see mm-hmm. if he can manipulate him into coming back home because he's insecure about his wife. And Correct. he don't trust his wife out of his line of sight because he bitch made. <laughs> Been bitch made. You right. And that's disgusting. My thing is, it is. when when are you guys going to see the same fault in the shit that Thomas did? It's the same shit that y'all was boohooing about in 2018-19 that Liam is doing now. Hey, guys, hold on real quick, because you mentioned Douglas. Y'all remember that um, spoiler that said Douglas is torn between um, Thomas and Hope? Mm -hmm. That's why, right here, Liam. Liam going to go in there and mess with that baby's mind. He having a good time with his daddy, but Liam going to come in there with that bullshit about where your mom misses you. That's why he's going to be torn. Cause he's having a good time, but now he feels guilty having a good time because his mama, because his daddy, uncle, daddy cousin, and told him that his mama is missing him, and your little bitty baby sister's missing you at the house too, Douglas. That's why he's torn. 
let's say let's say for kicks and for shits and giggles. Let's say that Liam is the one that pushes Douglas out of this uh innocent closet that he's been in and the shit sets him off. Let's just say he goes and he mimics everything that Rick used to do. Like I don't want to I don't want you as my dad. Like I have you're my cousin. You know, that's not my dad, that's my brother kind of shit. I would love to see that far more. It, just as much as you said about Thomas uh, bubbles. I want that to come out because it's 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 it like y'all was saying. It's been very weird around the show. Like it, it has. like the stuff doesn't make sense. Like I don't know. I'm telling you, somebody sat down there with a damn magic goddamn marker because I fully <laughs> believe that. Bell Brad Bell is not sitting here writing out scene for scene what's happening on this show. He's the head writer and he's the head writer. He's not. The EP, he's not going to do that. He does oversight. And I yeah. fully believe that, you know, the writers, you know, the people who actually do the day-to-day -day writing, the scene-to-scene -scene writing, they set up all these different storylines that they want to see come to fruition. And we get to a specific point in the story where Brad has gotten his hand on the script and just gone, no, 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 I don't like that. And just X'd all of this out, wrote Brooke in all capitals over whatever the hell was actually on the page. And they're like, okay, he said he doesn't like this. We have to make it about Brooke. Well, wait, hold on a second. Sheila and Deacon have really built this great repertoire being in the apartment for like a month with each other. They're having sex on the floor. They're having sex on the couch. They're having sex between the sheets. And, and Sheila Point Blank said that the day after Bill came over there, that what they have is hot and cracking. And you ain't about to tell me that you weren't about Brooke Logan when you getting all of this. Hmm. Up in here. Hmm. Okay. I ain't let it go yet. Exactly. With you. Exactly. And so we have all of this with them acting coupley, her stealing steaks and whiskey, cooking him dinner, and him talking about how when this became a whole marriage and shit. Them acting like a whole freaking couple. All mm -hmm. for Deacon to turn around and say, by the way, I'm living in this shoe closet, but I've been holding on to this diamond ring for years. Waiting for the moment when I could propose and, and ask you to be my wife. Hold on. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me they did nobody steal that ring and lock up? They a got dog on lie. I've seen yeah. people get steals for less. They're going to let a diamond ring go through. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Girl, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe that he was married to Quinn and still sitting on a damn ring for Hmm. But but the way but doing? the way but the way he said it that I mean I was like well did Hope come over there with the ring in her pocket saying Daddy I got you the ring go shoot your shot no Deacon said that he had been had that ring I'm like well, bro what I'm like well at least we know where Hope get this habit of holding on the rings for forever a day from she get it from your ass well y'all know Deacon was ready to marry Brooke the minute she said she was pregnant. They was they they was in that that whole fantasy and they had they was in love and they was gonna be together and yep. then when people started finding out and Brooks snapped back to reality she did not bring Deacon back to reality with her nope. he was still walking around here thinking that they was gonna be a couple and have a family and be booed up and everything and she was out here um on her apology tour with the Foresters. 
I don't know why the hell I slept with my daughter's husband. That was absolutely wrong. I guess I was following my heart. I'm so sorry. Let me cry my one eye. Y'all can't kick me out of the family now, though, because I'm pregnant. And I'm going to always be family as long as I'm Bridget's mama. So y'all really got to let me back in. I said I was sorry. Look, okay, look, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to fix it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just tell Deacon he got to go when he can't come around here no more. He can't see the baby. Just leave town. We don't want nothing to do with him. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to get this right so I can stay in the family. I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry. And he out here singing every fucking kiss begins with K and spelling Zales and talking about his best friend named Jerry because he went and got this ring and she put the kibosh up. No, nah, bitch, pick your shit and go. You got to go. I got to stay in this family. You don't understand the, the time that I've already invested in these people. I'm not fixing to just uproot all that for you. Oh, no, sir. No, sir. I have seen the mountaintop. I ain't been there yet, but I haven't seen it. But uh-uh, I'm not fixing to get up off of this leg of the tour for you. Just take your shit and go. We don't want you here no more. Don't talk to me no more. Bye. Exactly. That's why when you had that, um, when you made that point about Hope trying to put her family back together, you mean the family she never had? <laughs> Deacon was okay. deep, the price for Brooke's forgiveness <laughs> by the canvas, specifically mm -hmm. the foresters, was Deacon was banished. Okay, mm -hmm. he had mm -hmm. to go. He couldn't be nowhere near her. He couldn't be nowhere near Bridget. He couldn't be nowhere near his child. Now, I would understand all this bullshit if it was, say, Nick Maroney. Okay, I would understand that because, yes, he was more of an active father figure for her than Deacon was. But right. I'm like, girl, mm -mm. Nick the same type of life. Exactly. I'd let that ass drown in that hot tub in retrospect I mean, if I knew then what I knew now. But yeah, um, let him on fire. Let him burn up. <laughs> let the cops stay on fire too. Child <laughs> services ain't need to get involved. Let her and RJ do whatever. When they set that damn couch on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up. Like, oh, she did not just do that. She tried to flick a flick. Ooh, I mean, shit, if I knew then what I knew now. But it's like, it's like, so yes, the writing has been really odd. And, and the word I would use is disjointed because it's like you fully feel like somebody ripped a page out the script, scribbled some substandard uh, dialogue on it, and jammed it in there to make it work. And you like, hmm. See what I think it is, darling, and bubbles. Look, it's clearly in the and the writing is in the the writing is telling us that it seemed like he's going in and reshooting and rewriting these episodes by the day. It seemed like it's discombobulated for a reason. Yeah. It's because the inconsistency of these of this story that he trying to put out that it seemed like he like, you know, I changed my mind. We got to go back and reshoot it. Nope. I, I don't like it like that. No, nope, I want to rechange. I'm going to change it. I'm going to rewrite, rewrite the rewrite, you know, exactly. And it's, and it's coming out. Sounds like cocaine to me. <laughs> of a drug. And the thing is, but you know what? What can can is saying makes sense because here's the thing. We just spent four weeks on the same day. And now we back to two to two episodes past, and it's a date, right? And I, I kind of, I kind of feel like one of the reasons our our days are passing so quick now is because it's easier to change something if you don't drag a day out so long. 
Yeah, and they just came off of having one day be a whole month. Pretty much. So yes, I feel like that's how they in the movies when they have people on cocaine benders. I feel like that's how it is. You know, you on the cocaine bender, and it seems like this one day lasts a whole day a month. This man has us on the cocaine bender. I want y'all to know that. I want y'all to understand that right now we're all fucking on the white horse. We all got sugar, sugar. We all on that dandy candy. Thank you, Bell. I ain't never know what it was like. I hope this shit makes me lose weight because I heard that's one of the benefits of the cocaine. But well, spending one day for a whole month, yep. Well, all I know is this much: if I was if I was getting a free eight ball, I wish somebody had told me. That's a whole damn house. He gave everything. Put your whole face in it. Put your, you remember that American horror story in the room and the lady kept bringing all that cocaine by the buckets? That's it. continuity and soaps. It happens. Correct. But it's just, but lately, especially this week, it's just been pathetic. Like, yeah. I'm they we literally we getting ready to switch over to math. That's why. But see, Bubbles, I think I called it like uh, at the beginning of the month before, before we had that show and uh, Sam and Bubbles I mean, Sam and Sanchez were saying that they're not finna watch no more. I said, we finna be in a ride of some straight boredom to do anything until the end of the month because they got the Halloween standalone episode that looked like it's finna be an episode full of flashbacks, trash, like Sanchez say, and it seemed like they doing anything just to hurry up to get to November. They are, and y'all saw, and I mean, we already had the conversation about that damn sin promo that they dropped today, Ooh, which, they which is a, they asses knows they raggedy because of course, they well, first of all, as hell, darling, horn sin nation they out here. That, that that would oh I can't stand whoever did that at CBS whoever it was y'all wretched y'all bogus and y'all know it's the shit is up up the creek we, we know sin don't have no story for sweeps we know this already 
We already know that sin does not have, they may have a story at the end of the year, but they don't have a story for the tweets. But you know they're going to flash that damn commercial on TV to make people think they have a story for sweets. And they just support. Talking about some sin is going to be real happy. Yeah. First of all, we'll be real happy to see them on the screen. We ain't seen them in all month. Exactly. We ain't seen our couple really have no time because well, I know Tanner been off, you know, shooting his little thing, which is fine. I love right. actors going getting to step out and go do other things other than this show. God right. bless him. And so so I don't have really minded that, but I'm like, why are y'all out here trying to Jedi mind fuck people? Now that's, that's the mind fuck. You ain't lying. That's- that's what that is. You're trying to, and, and it really does give, it really makes me feel like there is some credence to what was said with that person who had called the show said that, that they were told that, you know, the sin nation and the positive reaction to sin made the show realize that as long as they keep them intact, even if it's on the back burner, they could be up front and just write all kind of trash. And it really and and the, and the show will still get by with that because honestly, that's what it feel like. I mean, because Steffi and Finn are as as solid as a rock right now. They're the most solid couple on screen, other than Pam and uh, or off screen, other than Pam and Charlie. And they better leave them off screen if they're gonna stay happy. Because the minute they focus on them again, is when shit's gonna start happening. And the next thing you know, uh, Hope will be running to damn. Finn for no reason out of the goddamn blue instead of running to Tom uh, uh, Thomas where she should be. Mm-hmm. Well, you know they're not gonna show it because you know Allie she done went to another soap, but nonetheless they mm, I'm gonna leave that alone. But yeah, they're gonna keep them off screen for a while, at least uh together as far as Pam and Charlie. Now Charlie alone, I don't know. Well, they, <clears throat> they Charlie a good. <laughs> we call Charlie Old Faithful. He ain't going nowhere. <laughs> the only good men is the ones they don't have on. They don't allow to be on air right now. But yeah, we uh started in on on bowl because I know we want we going to end up circling back to days because I definitely want to get your reaction on that. And I know you wanted some time for Y and R. Yes, indeed. Oh yes, yes. I haven't missed Y and R. No, we haven't done Y. Well, on bowl, I will say I did watch it today, and I enjoyed Paris' pettiness. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what is this side of Paris? I need her to do that daily. <laughs> she's always been like that. We was just saying that she's always been like that because she's the one who bounced up there and told Queen secrets at the wedding. She always- yeah, but she seemed to be a little bit more vindictive when she was doing it to her sister. Today, it was it was like cute in a fun kind of way. But when she That's was dragging Quinn, you know, to me, it's like she had an agenda. Like, you know, because she didn't even put her sister on game first. You know, everybody else found out before Zoe did. I didn't like that shit. Then she ran and told it to Brooke. You know, I'm like, what the hell Paris doing? But today, the way she did it, I can deal with that. It was real cute. But what I didn't like, what was that? Was that a pickup line with Thomas? 
It mm. was so <laughs> he was trying to feel her out based on what Paris said about her saying he was hot, and it just landed like ugh, it landed like such like it landed with a thud. I was just like Thomas, you might as well have started singing Tom Rod Stewart. Do you or do you think I'm sexy, baby? If you want my body, let me know. I would have took that a lot better than what the hell with what we got. Yeah, because what he did, I was like, what is he doing? Where is he getting at? Uh-uh, I didn't like Do it. You, Do you think of me like that? Do you that think about my body? To be, that was supposed to be some type of meat cute. That was not supposed that to be literal. That was a terrible meat cute. Oh, okay, they they could have wrote terrible. that a lot better. They oh, Because it was so uncomfortable and because it was just so, it broke that underlying uncomfortableness to me. It made it seem like their relationship is open to the point where they can kid with each other like that. So I found it to be funny and cute. I didn't find it to be lame or, you know, I don't know. I guess I guess it's because they I guess it's because Days Days has that kind of suggest suggestive dialogue every day and they do it so much better. better. Yeah. <laughs> I see what Ken Ken is saying because we talking about Thomas and hoping this thing, right? About mm -hmm. yeah. so I I already said I thought he was joking. And when she puts it like that. It makes me think of um, Liam telling Brooke that Hope doesn't react to Thomas the same way that she used to. Right. Yeah. right. Upon a time, yeah. if he had said that, she would have been mortified and she would have called security Correct. And, yeah. and the police and her yeah. mama and she probably would have tried to call her grandmama back from the dead. Yeah, yeah. Thomas is asking me if I like his body. He's, uh -huh. he's trying to manipulate me. Into That's true. That's true. And she looked at him weird, like, "Boy, stop playing! Nobody looking at your dumb ass like that." I mean, I am looking at you like that, but I ain't looking at you like that. You know, she looks got more of a rapport now. Yeah, yeah. she was looking yeah. almost embarrassed. She was like. Kind of like when you, when your crush at school found out you crushing him, yeah. you were like, oh my God, down a thousand deaths. I can't believe she told, like, I totally told her that, like, a girl's confidence. Like, we were, like, we were, like, I let her borrow my tampon and I thought, like, we had, like, a connection. Like, egg on my face. I'm so sorry. Just forget all of that happened. And what Thomas said, don't worry, girl. This is ours. It's our secret. Don't tell nobody. And like, like the mom said, like the mom said, secrets on bold means a lot, honey. Uh-uh. I wonder what else going on up there in that mansion, child. <laughs> well, Liam must be those tiny little clues, and you just really got to pay attention to the dialogue to catch all mm. the well, had a fit with Thomas asking her that. Yeah, oh, she would have been so repulsed by and it. She would have yeah. slapped, slapped parents in the face and tried to have her fired. How dare you? Yeah, ask me if I, <laughs> I am married to Liam. And we have been through so much to be together. <laughs> and I can't believe that you would stand here in my 
face uh-huh. and say something to me. Ask me yeah. if I think Thomas is hot. Yeah. <laughs> Audacity of you, Paris. You just did not belittle me by asking me such a question. How dare you? But why can I was soap? <laughs> well, because one thing I will say is regardless of whether we agree or disagree on the issue of whether or not that kiss was a fantasy or or uh, real, one thing that was real was when he was uh, taking off that coffee-soaked shirt and she looked back twice. That was 100, mm. that 100% mm. really happened. Baby, yeah. baby, did you see the drag? Did you see the up and down look? Did you see mm-hmm. that undressing? Oh, she looked like two or three or four times. She had three takes at that one with the coffee stain. Baby. Baby, no, that yes, was real. That was that real. Walking out slowly and looking, walking backwards and looking, and I was like, "Girl, you better turn around before you fall on somebody." Why are you trying to look at Thomas? Why are you trying to get up on that body? You better turn around before you step on Paris's brains. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, we have some tripping falls though with that during that scene too. I remember that. So not only we got her three takes with the coffee stain day, but she was tripping and falling in. Oh, let me get my purse. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm a little bit discombobulated, and it was like, yeah. Yeah, when they touched, when he was drawing it out and she was showing it where she wanted to slit, you know, they had their little touch and all of that. I was so we knew where the static electricity was flowing. I'm like, yeah, hope. So, so the bubbles is right. I'm with her on that. It, I feel like we hope they're getting her out of that box that she was in. And maybe we, you know, what I would like to see. And, you know, I mean, because I feel like they can't just write nothing good. If they just can't, won't mess this up. If they don't mess it up, we can have Hope getting completely out of her box and trying the water. I want her to come to the other side and see what it's like. Because what she told Paris today, well, you know, although if I agree that Thomas is hot, will you just let it go? But my husband is the hottest man on this earth. No, baby. No, that baby. Disclaimer was so, that disclaimer was so reaching. Like, it was, oh, it, it was the so reaching. That earth. was a lie. She had to grab. I mean, like can can say she was really reaching for that. To, it it just seems so fake. Mm-hmm. Like you know that is not true. But I need hope to look at Thomas. Like you know, stop looking at Liam like he is the only man on this earth and he can do no wrong. And you are gonna worship him till the day he die? No, 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 no. Oh, and he about t- to do a lot of wrong. Well, you at least know, in my at least in, well, he did. He did tell Brooke today, anyway. uh, you know, he's been enjoying their little meet and greets. So, you know. So did, y'all see, did y'all see that? Some, okay. Uh, I don't know who that was. Let me go back and look in the comments. Somebody just said in the comments that um, that's supposed to be a whole episode where uh, it's Friday's episode, Thomas and Hope and Douglas, just from Electra Storm. Thomas, Hope, and Douglas are ha- going to have a conversation, and Liam decides to creep in on it. My thing is this. Did Hope already warn Liam about that? 
This she did. Already tell Liam stop. This is her business with Thomas. So now he's in a he's in a step on her toes when he talked to Douglas alone. Now after he do this with the creeping in on them and being uh this this nuclear family, she he gonna jump on her feet. You know what I mean? This is my Mm -hmm. thing. This is my thing. He had a whole problem. He had a whole problem with her having to say anything when it came to uh, his relationship with Steffi and, and Kelly. How you going to sit up there and tap dance on her feet like that when it comes to 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 uh, to, da- to to the daddy uh, of her, her adopted son? Whatever. Because he gave up. Coming. Because he threw Kelly away. Because he threw Kelly and Steffi away for her, Ken Ken. And he feel like Thomas supposed to do the same thing. He's supposed to throw his child away so him and Hope and Douglas can pretend they're one big happy family and he's Douglas's daddy. That's why Liam is acting like that. Because he's like, I threw... I became a whole deadbeat for you. I don't even <laughs> see my daughter. I don't even talk to Steffi. That ain't Thomas' fault. He a deadbeat. That's that's his DNA. No, no, no. It's not Thomas. No, not Thomas. Hope because the thing it's, is that's what yeah. that's what she's ex- he's expecting. He's, he's expecting, expecting her that to do the same I prioritize us and our unit. Above mm-hmm. any other responsibilities that I had outstanding, and yes, I right. expect you to do the same. Only exactly. hope is not doing that shit. Thank no, you. And she not, and she not gonna do it because the like. See, <clears throat> we gonna dig too deep, but I'm just saying, hope ain't gonna never do that because her role in Douglas' life is the shoehorn, is the thorn in Liam's ass that has been Kelly's in head and hers. So thus far, she is never. Going to back down. <laughs> no, she's not. No, she's not. She absolutely as long as Kelly exists. You're right, Ken yeah. Ken. As long as Kelly exists, she's going to continue to mother Douglas and have a mm-hmm. relationship with Thomas, if rather he like it or not. Because Whether that's how like she feels about Kelly yeah. and how she felt about him over there, parents and Kelly. With it with Steffi. That's right. Hmm. You don't even talk about Kelly no more. No, Kelly, that ain't nobody's fault but Liam's. That ain't her fault. That's Liam's fault. That's, That's right. him choosing to do that. You right. know what I'm saying? So my thing is this: she could have you all day and all night, but at the end of the day, you are still supposed to be a parent. And so she's telling you, she's showing you a whole lot more than what you have ever done. Exactly. You're supposed, you supposed to be this well-rounded and adjusted and, you know, and, for the yeah. children type of person. And everything is just showing up that it's all about Liam. It ain't never about Liam is going to do everything that's for the kids. No, Hope, he is not. He is not like that. And, and Steffi, he is not the father of the year. He ain't shit. <laughs> It hasn't want, been for he, a number of years. And he wants Thomas to be like that. He want to keep that type of type of uh title on Thomas over Thomas's head. That's why he's like so like uh like how are you literally that freaking unaware that you're not supposed to treat your children like that and get upset when somebody else wants to spend actual time with their kids? Because he don't 
understand that because he's a daddy. He he's did. like, I've been through Kelly away. I don't understand what the problem was. Like, Thomas, why you have to be a part of Douglas' life? Like, you mm -hmm. don't even know what that means to, nope. to want to have an urge nope. to parent. It's a desire. You know, that's yep. not something you learn or, or you know, nope. I mean, either nope. you have it, you, you know, when like immediately when we find out we pregnant, the attachment, the bond starts immediately. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It don't start 10, 15, 20 years, 30 years later when you need a a, a, a replacement <laughs> body part or some shit. You know, that shit happens to me. That's why they call that maternal and paternal instinct. He, he does have not it. have that because he's so selfish. This Liam is the right. most selfish. He's the most selfish person on script that have children. Well, T, and you know what? And and Ridge, that's why I like that hospital scene when he was talking shit to a, a unconscious Thomas and Ridge yeah. called him out on this shit and told him exactly that. Sure you never understand. Because you don't yeah. stick around long enough to prove yeah. your love. As soon as this shit get bad, you don't like it, you hit yeah. that dough going to the next one. So, dear, he done done it to both girls, but I know it's 8.30. Y'all want to go ahead and talk about days. I ain't going to keep talking. Yeah. Well, we got, yeah. I know, uh, I want to talk about the young and the restless, too. Cause oh, okay. Gonna... Well, whichever one you want to do first. We just do the young and the restless. already talked about days a little bit, so we can switch back over to the young and the restless and then go back to days for catching up. Oh, okay. Okay, so. Um, so today on Young and the Restless, um, a couple of things went down. First of all, one, uh, yeah, on the personal level, things is a mess in people relationships. I, Chelsea looked like she clinically depressed. Yeah, it's yeah, her. What's yeah, that about? Yeah, she's going through clinical that she looks like she's in clinical depression at this point. Yeah, that she, you know, was just in her room moping in bed, couldn't get herself out of bed, and that's a that's a high sign of depression. Oh and that yeah, she that she completely forgot that she was supposed to go see Connor and Adam at Crimson Lights and get a look at at, at Connor's costume. So that's one. Two. Then you had, and, and that's the more minor part of the story, though. I did find. Sally and Connor kind of bonding very cute. I loved it. Yes. I loved yes. it because I always felt that this was the kind of stuff that should have been happening when her and Adam were actually dating. That's and right. It didn't. But the fact that this is happening now outside the context of them dating, where she even told Connor that, you know, me and your dad are still friends. Just because things changed doesn't mean we're not still friends. That kind of tells Connor. me. Yeah, I, I, that kind of tells me that that ship is not dead. It's just, you know, kind of on pause. But yeah, let's get to the part that got on my nerves the most. And that would be Victoria's raggedy ass. Well, you're going to have to tell me because, you know, I okay. so, so, here, so, so here's the thing. The IPO oh. scam fell through because Nate had an attack of conscience because Elena gave his ass his walking papers. So he confessed about the whole scheme with the IPO, but he conveniently left out who the CEO he was scheming with. He's refused to answer that question. And Victoria feels that, you know, I really want somebody who's willing to backstab their family in the back, but who's willing to be loyal to me on the payroll. And I don't like Sally Spectre's ass anyway, so Nate could have her spot. Um, so she told Nick today that Sally is out and he's offering and she's offering the job to Nate. 
And, and and here's the thing. Nick said, well, what if Nate don't even take it? He's like, well, if Nate decides he doesn't want it, I have a whole list of, comp- of, of other more qualified um, candidates who can take it. But Nick called her on her bullshit. He's like, first of all, Sally actually has not been a bad uh, CEO. She's actually been pretty good. Her and Chloe have done good work. But you're not trying to hear anything she has to say to you about what she wants to do in the future. And on top of that, you said that your whole problem with Sally is that she didn't have any experience, but Nate don't have no experience in this either, but you're more than happy to give him the job. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, That's so, hard. right. So, uh, basically, Victoria did what she always does. She pulled rank. At the end of the day, yeah. I'm the CEO, That's and right. my decision is final. So, she basically told, told Nick, well, do you want to go tell her, or do you want me to? And Nick said, no, I'm going to go tell him. I'm going to go tell him. Which- you know, that's what I can't understand about Nick. You know, I was sitting up there looking at his sorry ass today. And I'm like, you know, that's the whole reason why he been washed his hand with Newman Enterprises, right? Mm-hmm. So he back in there and Victoria just bankrolling his ass as she usually do. Or like you say, outranked his ass pulled the CEO card and slammed his idea. I mean, because he was coming with facts. He was. Like, how could she even argue with that? I mean, it made sense. Like, you getting ready. And he's telling her, like, Sally has been there. Sally has been loyal when she didn't have to be loyal. Right. She she basically sat on the Ashland story when she could, when she didn't have to. But she chose to because she she did it out of employ out of loyalty to her employers and to not want to cause trouble. Well, it was a thankless goddamn task. And of course. Not on just that, they're getting rid of her and they're all, but of course, Chloe has to go with her. So That's their right. work, their work the product has nothing CEO. to do with this decision. This is all about her just wanting to, uh, you know, and she said it to Nikki, um, on, she's going to say it to Nikki tomorrow. I want to be surrounded by people who I feel I can trust. I'm like, girl, you think your, your, your definition mm-hmm. of trust is somebody who was willing to stab their family in the back, but just because they didn't yes. stab you in the back, that's trustworthy? That's that part. You know, so you find Sally for that. Basically for a snake. So pretty put much a snake in her position. Somebody who turned on his own family. He is not even our family, Victoria, is what uh, Nick trying to tell her. He's not even our family, for one. You want to surround yourself with lawyer, peep, and family. He's not our family. You know, he's Devon's family. And look at what he did to them. You know, I mean, I to have wrong with Victoria. And why did have a change of mind? Because I'm thinking after him and Devon talk today, what if he decide to throw Victor turn on Victoria? Uh, did you pick oh, up on that? Oh, oh yes, he's here's the thing. He is going to turn on Victoria for two reasons. One, for one thing, that Audrey girl, because like I said, Amani didn't miss her complete shot. Okay, him and Elena broke up, so Nate is a free agent now. So Amani should be in there like Flint trying to seal that damn deal, but but they're not doing that. Apparently, the show has decided to just let that go. But him and that Audra girl who's working over at Chancellor, who really works for Tucker, they have a rapport building. And I'm like, Victoria, you sit your ass up here and hire a man who's a snake, who's, who's about, probably about to be or told to get involved with him because he's now at Newman. And that'll be a nice pipeline for Tucker to know what the hell is going on at that ragged ass company. 
But yes, yeah, Nate can't be trusted. Nate is Nate is as fickle. He go where the wind blow. That's when that's when Nate Hastings goes. But that's who Victoria wants up there. Okay then. I got a feeling he could do it to her too. But I thought, you know, Devon asked him, well, who was putting that shit in your mind? Who was, because, you know, Nate told him, he was like, well, you know, I thought I wanted to be, you know, I could run this line and I can be the boss and whoop de whoop. And he was like, who was telling you that? Who was, you know, pumping up your ego? I thought he was going to throw a man under the bus, but he didn't. He did. Yeah. Wasn't he the one putting all that in his head? Not a man that Imani. 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 Wasn't it Imani that was uh putting all that in his head? Yes, but it seems like they shifting away from that because we ain't even seen, even though I know that they had temporarily recast the role of Imani, but we ain't really seen her but like twice since this shit went off. Mm. So I think they kind of shifting gears away from that. And then if that wasn't enough, that shit with Lily and Billy had me rolling. I was like, Billy, why you went over there talking to Nate about this? You, you are... Oh, what was that? The, what the hell was that shit about? And then, and I can't believe Lily put her foot down today and told him she was the boss. Like <laughs> it's because it's because Billy never wanted to be a COO any damn way. Okay, he never wanted to be a COO anyway. He always felt like he was on the outside looking in. Well, he finally opened up his mealy mouth and told her that this was not what he wanted. So she accepted his resignation. They have not yet told Jill about it, but you know, he feels badly about it though, because it's a shitty thing to do. She's at a difficult spot right now. They still want to do the IPO in the future, but they start, they want, they need to know who this was, who was gunning for them, um, that Nate won't drop the dime on. Then the person who didn't caused all this confusion is her damn cousin. And you know, that don't look good to nobody, to somebody like Jill. Yeah. So, it's like now you she, talking to the cousin behind her back. Exactly. So it all it's all a tough time for her, and having a good COO to back her up would be a real boon. But instead, what does she have? She have an asshole boyfriend who wants to go sit in a dark room and create podcasting content more than he wants <laughs> to be in the C suite. Billy is trash. He, is. <laughs> he really is. He is then, trash. But what did she? I mean, but she knew what it was before she, she got in the bed with it. I mean, and she still. But that's the thing. It's not. But her issue with him isn't mm-hmm. their personal relationship; it's their business the relationship. Business relation, yeah. which is why she was checking him today because her thing was like, "Well, hold on, you the one who said you don't want to do this no more. You don't want to be a COO. I accept that, but you don't get to go run around trying to smooth things over with my wet ass cousin because yeah. you feel bad." Because you're leaving me without a COO right now on top of everything else that's going on. I'm the CEO. It's my business. Nate is my cousin. And I'm going to take care of it. You go do whatever the hell it is it is you really want to do. Hey, man, I can't wait to see how that ends tomorrow. Because he was standing up there. She read. She handed him his ass today. He did. See, oh, they play with them people. See why I can't play with them people? Mm-hmm. But see, but see, that's what Lily asked Gifford going, take that damn job. We all knew this was going to end in disaster. The second Jill offered her the position and she yeah. said yes. Because we like, know Lily didn't have no skills. You a damn model. Mm-hmm. What in the hell got her running this damn company? 
And when it's somebody else damn company and it's not your people company in Genoa City, it's a whole nother set of issues. And she's finding uh -huh. that out. Lord. Yeah, the hard he, way. He trying wow. to go smooth some shit out. She like, who asked? You did not have that to do. Who asked you to go do that? Who sent for you? Because it wasn't me. So let me ask you this. So I seen on Twitter yesterday, um, it was a conversation that Tucker was having with Devon. And he was like, you know, I know what how Neil meant to you, what he meant to you and all that, blah, blah, blah. He like, you know, regardless of what Nate done, blah, blah, blah. But he like, look, you know, um, you need to make a decision real quick before it costs you uh, Hamilton Winters, before it costs you your company. So what you going to do? So I'm wanting, so my thing is now we got everybody all over the board. What is Devon going to do? And where's Lily? Because I'm looking at, at the end of the day, this, so what I'm saying is when it all done and over with, darling, I'm looking for Lily to be out of a position. And I feel like Devon might barely get out of there with his company. <laughs> but Lily for sure not going to have a business. Well, here's the thing. Tucker Tucker clarified something. Uh, I think it was with Audra when he was this before he was having that conversation with Diane, where Diane basically told him that she dropped the whistle on all of them and on yeah. both of them. And Tucker was like, You don't need to be worried about whether or not Jack is going to stand. You need to be worried about my ass thinking you're a liability because that's what the hell you looking like right now, Diane. Oh he, yeah. He told her in no uncertain terms, if I have to clean up the mess you just made, I'm oh. gonna make life so hard for you. Oh because he was not playing with her. Tucker is not somebody to be in debt to, and he is not somebody to call. He never was. He never was. He always been one of those old, you know, one of those types. Exactly. So he told so with with Tucker told Audra. When she was trying to figure out, well, well, what's the next step? What's the game plan? How you want me? How do you want me to work? This is basically what she was trying to ask. Since the IPO is currently on hold, yeah. Basically, um, he told her in no uncertain circumstances that, as far as he's concerned, the only two people need to be running Catherine Chancellor's company, and that's me and her grandson. All the rest of these people can bounce. Uh -huh. so, at the, so at the end of the day, he gives zero fucks about Jill, Billy, or Lily. His game plan at the end of the day is to get Devon, to draw Devon in with him and yeah. for them to run Chancellor Enterprises. That is his that. end game. I figured that because it sounded like when he was telling Devon there, when he was telling Devon to get his ducks in a row, basically, mm -hmm. you know. Like, you know, your cousin then did this shit. So basically, like, what you gonna do now? Because what's done is done. Neil ain't here. I get how you feel. They did what he did. But what you about to do? Because this is the position. This is what's going on right now. So what you gonna do? Get exactly. your shit in the order. You know and, what I'm saying? So I feel like whatever about to happen, I know I missed a lot of it because I wasn't watching. I know it just came on the end of it. But it seems to me from the little bit I got, is that Devon is probably going to barely escape the shit, but Lily is about to be out on her ass. She is, because at the end of the day, Devon feels like he's trying to preserve Neil's legacy, okay? Yep. And he yep. feels, and even though this merger has already gone forward, he feels like some of the ways things are, that things are going between the two companies, 
things are happening that are putting him in a position where he can't do that. Like this whole IPO thing. He wasn't really for it, but he was going to go along with it, but left up to him, they would not have been doing it in the first place. And now finding out that Nate was about to be a Judas and they yeah. fucked around and lost the whole company, that makes him even more leery about it. So now you have Tucker rolling in here with a plan to get Chancellor out from under, under jail in them. He's going to basically offer... He's basically he's gonna offer Devon back his autonomy, right. but on yeah. an expanded level, not just over uh, over Winters Hamilton, but over all of Chancellor Industries. And he wants he basically is telling Devon, get your shit together. He's like, you know, you got to figure out what it is that you're going to do, how you're going to take control of the situation, because Tucker wants to make that make a Devon an offer that he can't refuse once he gets his well, hands. I'll be damn. I like it. I like it, darling. I like it too. It's I, I've always staying Tucker though. I've always liked him. Oh yeah, well, Tucker, Tucker well, I, mean, he, shit. I mean, in his scumming, yeah, and all of his scumming misery, I loved it. <laughs> I he love out Tucker. here making moves and trying to get shit happen, and, the, yeah. and his agenda is multi is versatile. He does want Ashley back. But that's just one small piece of the puzzle. He wants Ashley, but he also wants Chancellor. He also wants Chancellor Winters, and he mm -hmm. basically said, "I'm gonna get what he's gonna get it. He's gonna get it. You so, damn yeah. right. He's gonna get it." And now how we think because see, I want Victoria to. It's time for her to. Uh, I want Victoria to burn. I want, I want Victoria to burn. burn. She didn't piss me off because. I, for first of all, remember the whole issue that Tucker said that he did he didn't think that Newman Enterprises had the liquidity to even really make a dent in the IPO like they should have because Victoria's been on a shopping spree. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I really want if if Nate does say yes to take that job, which incidentally is funny as hell to me because him taking that job out of nowhere, as far as I'm concerned, that would be as good as telling Devon and Lily who the hell the CEO was. Yes. At least in my world. But yes. I also, because honestly, I want Victoria ass exposed. As bad as I wanted Nate exposed, I want her exposed. Because Even I told more, this, yeah. I told this to the pettiest peach yesterday. I said, they got too many people in Genoa City who think Victoria they fucking friend. Okay? Yeah. The same, I said, this is exactly how Victoria got her hands on ChanceCom. She got to pretend that she didn't know what Victor and Adam was up to when they got Billy to run that, that story with no proof proof about Ashlyn Locke, created yeah. that entire mess with ChanceCom that was so bad that Jill had to sell off the division, but she was so pissed at Victor and Adam that she wouldn't sell it to Newman Media. But That's she did right. sell it to Victoria at Newman Lock because she thought Victoria had nothing to do with it when in yeah. fact Victoria it was did. all the, it was their plan. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It was it was the plan was for Victor and Adam to do all the work and for Victoria to sweep in and get the gains. That's and right. And the thing is she was trying to do the same thing with this IPO mess that by the time the IPO issue came to light, it would be too late for anybody to do anything. So she really doesn't need anybody anywhere knowing what she was up to if she wants to try to take advantage of the IPO when it really does IPO. So keeping Nate in-house helps make that happen. And plus, she thinks he's a loyal foot soldier. And I'm like, you know what? Hire Nate ass. First of all, I want Sally and Chloe out of there anyway because working for the Newmans is some bullshit. But 
on top of that, I want I want Nate in there because I want Nate in there because Audra is gonna get her claws into him and be feeding Tucker whatever the hell he wanna know. Yeah. So shit. Let, let, let the information flow. Yes, yes. Let the information flow. Because that because Victoria always believes that she knows best better than anybody else, and that and then she doesn't want to listen to anybody. She don't. And she all, yeah, she always doing too much. To like today with Nick, I say this shit gonna come back to bite her in the ass. That's why I want Nate. I want her to give that job to Nate, and I want her to take. I want him to take it because I feel like this shit gonna turn around and bite her in the ass. It's time for her to bite the dust. It is. She been getting away far too long with too much shit. I need bankruptcy. I need somebody to go a little bit bankrupt, and I need Vic, I need Victor to go to go a little broke too, just because he the one who have all this faith in her and whatnot. When all she wants to do is say, is say, "Well, I'm like how she told Nick. Well, ultimately, it's my decision, Nicholas. Okay, I you heard what you she got to keep letting it reminding everybody she boss. You see mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That shit right there. And you threw out, and Victor threw out Adam for her twice. Twice he threw out Adam for her. You know what I'm saying? So I want her to burn him bad. I want some bankruptcy. I want Newman Enterprise to be sitting up there in so much trouble to where Victor gonna have to come out of retirement and put the shit back together himself, one by, by piece by piece. That's what I say. So you know what? Let her go ahead and get Nate ass in the door. Let that shit get started as soon as humanly possible. So the sooner it happens, because at this point, I need something and somebody somewhere to take their ass down in some shape, way, or format. Mm -hmm. And Nick should go his ass back to New Hope where he belongs because he yeah. has seen exactly what kind of bullshit is up with his family. Again, for the nth time, Nicholas. Yeah, yeah. Oh, child. Mm, mm, mm. Well, look, I'll tell you this, darling. I will be peeping in on it. I am here for the ride because I am enjoying Tucker. I like it. And I want to see Victoria burn. And I want to see Lily to be sitting up there looking crazy because, you know, I never liked it from the big, you know, from the beginning. I'm like, oh, not even to put Lily in this position. She's a model. What the hell she know about running a damn conglomerate like? Oh, yeah, it don't make no damn sense, none at all. None. You got your brother coming in on a deal about to lose his company on some bullshit. You know, it's like, nah, I need Why do they even have to pull the Vaughn's company into the Thank you, thank you, thank you. That shit pissed me off because you know, if because I'm with. I mean, but it is facts, though. You know, Nate bringing these questions, he making Devon as these questions, but these are facts, though. This is what Neil wanted. This is why Neil left Newman Enterprises. I haven't forgotten it. No, you know, after putting in all those years at Newman and Abbott and everywhere else in Chancellor, he wanted his own piece of the sky. Exactly, because he was—he always came behind second rate, behind one of their children or somebody, one of their brothers or one of their sisters. So it was just like, why in the hell would they have Devon bring his company and merge with Jill's? It's some straight up bullshit. Bullshit. So I honestly have to wonder that if Tucker manages to get the company under his thumb 
if he make t- if he make um make divine off that offer, you know what? Divine guy gonna have every reason to accept it because he is not feeling this partnership shit. He's not. He not died, like he was. Not the last few days I've watched, darling. I don't think he feeling it. I think he ready to come out of it. Tucker put something on his damn mind. And I want Victor, I want Tucker to come out of there with something Newman too. Shit. Oh yeah. I just want him. I just want I want Victoria out on her ass. That's 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 what I want. Period. I want Victoria out on her ass. Actually, Victoria, Nikki, and Victor can go somewhere. Nick could stay if he want act right, but I don't really care. I just want them to to, I just want their asses to have the trouble that they deserve at this point. I, and I want Adam, I want my baby to have the last laugh. And I'm glad he over, and now he's still over there with Jack, right? Yes, he is. Adam better good, stay his good. ass at Jabot because honestly, it's probably the only safe harbor in the whole damn city with the bullshit about to go down because Tucker busy trying to get in Ashley draws again, so he not gonna worry about trying to take her family company because he trying to get laid. He just want to get laid. That's all. But mm-hmm. Sally going to need a job. So, you know, I need them two to get it together. Now, me and Amaya was uh, brought up an interesting point the other day. She feels like uh, she think they might go with a pregnancy storyline with Sally. And I cried because I'm like, you see, that's what I didn't want. I, I don't want to trap and sell it with no damn Newman. Baby. I don't, I don't want to. I don't know if I want. I, here's the thing. In theory, I would love for her to have not Nicholas's child, though. Lord, no. I would love for her to have a kid with, with Adam, but I don't want yeah. her being turned into Sage. They be doing shit to these Newman incubators. And I don't want yeah. Sally just being an incubator where she had a baby and then they do something stupid to get off the show. It'll oh, be worse than that. She'll end up being pregnant with twins that got different daddies like Ellie and Oh, Jill. no, no, no. And no, then no, Victor no, no, no. sit there and fight and, and try to coerce Sally to tell uh, Adam that Maybe he don't want to be the daddy so Nick can be the daddy. Just leave him with, yeah. Nick can be the better father. I, I, oh, I know. Be who's going to be the better father and that's who uh, Victor going to try to get to be the daddy for the baby that ain't the daddy baby. I have no interest in that. First, first oh, no. of all, can we get into that whole idea of a spectra moving into General City mm-hmm. only to become pregnant by a Newman? Well, I don't want better it, that than um, a Spencer, but I die. You heard me all the way here. I don't want it. That's you know the whole idea with them throwing Nick at her sickened me. Can can I knew the shit. I mean, why do Nick have to have everything that's Adam? Okay, why? The little rich brothers. Adam ain't Adam didn't have shit growing up that his mama didn't let him have because Hope didn't want him to have that rich life and be right and all that shit. But it's like he didn't have nothing, and Nick wants to take all of nothing. Adam Everything yeah. he can get a little something, and Nick is like, ha, 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 I don't think so, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that bastard. <laughs> Uh-huh. So, so my theory was that it'll she'll be pregnant and they'll think it's Nick and later on they'll find out it's Adam. You know, and I'm and Nick will steal that baby just like he stole something. He like he stole he already got one stolen damn baby he in his house that we don't never see. Oh, I mean, damn. They're making him the hope logan of Genoa City. 
Yeah. He, he stole he stole summer before it came out he sure did he and sure I did i don't believe that summer's his kid because that damn that little girl's birth certificate changed so many damn times <laughs> i would just leave it alone because she married a brother now y'all yeah. to all yeah, that so they can't change it yeah and make that shit uh happen Summer married to her brother, but then they what are y'all been doing Ooh. in bed with Billy? So why not? Y'all better see you. Look, we can't be having the flowers in the attic. We can't talk about that. We're having a daytime prayer. Y'all watching. We got two minutes. They Targaryens now. They might as well go and dye their hair. They Targaryens. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they are, honey. Targaryens. Yes, they are. And one day we're going to have to get dig up into the house of the dragons, honey. I wanted to get in that last night, but Bubbles, if it's okay with Bubbles, I, tomorrow at least, I would like to at least for us to do at least 15 minutes on the House of Dragon because, baby, I mean, I will be, I will I Darling, I will for now, girl. When I talked with Alexandria, Alexandria about it on Twitter, and there was there was lots of stuff. I mean, the thing is, if you read Fire and Blood or the excerpts from it, you yeah. already knew what the big twist was. But yeah. still, it was still messed up. It still broke my heart, and I'm with everybody else. When Luke pulled yeah. up and saw they gonna beat big ass peeking over that wall, he should have went home and let that fucking Raven deliver that message. But that's another story. <laughs> Yeah, but that's okay. That's okay. I mean, that was the dream, though. But that was the dream that Viserys had. It had to come full circle, right? Because yeah, Alyssa, Alyssa, she ran over there and, you know, she misinterpreted it because he thought he was talking to Renee. He thought he was talking to his daughter on the deathbed. Yeah, because she did. knew the dream. But Allison, she heard that shit, ran with it, twisted it up, and she got her own self fucked up. Because of her own and ambition and, and her own father's else. and her own father's ambitions, yeah, she got everybody else fucked up. And, mean, I, and her children are happy about. as a pig. Otto is happy as a pig and shit, and he should be because he's been <laughs> working on he been working on this plan for twenty some years. It's yeah. nine o'clock. Well, we'll have to get into that. I'll give y'all that time tomorrow because y'all really about it. So we'll add <laughs> House of the Dragon. Um, to our discussion tomorrow and give them the white haired incestuous people some time. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I know give them, them, them sister brother lovers. Them dragons. <laughs> you can do a little few minutes on them dragons. I mean, I'm thinking Damon and Rayneri at this point, I'm thinking it's her daddy, because, I mean, oh, but, you know, I'm going to just keep that for tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, the king, he didn't have the blood of the dragon, but Rayneri and Damon does. So that mm -hmm. always bothered me. That always mm -hmm. stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, it was but fun, you guys. <laughs> Thank you, Papa. Well, thank, thank you, you guys, so much, for brother. showing up. Um, and Louisa made it tonight. She was a little yes. tired last night, but she made it tonight. And everybody else that's out there in our YouTube channel, 
Vicky and Stefan and Jakari showed up, Electra Storm and SB Ryder and Amaya, who's usually on this side of the wall. Um, and Simone was out here tonight too. Thank you guys mm -hmm. so much for following the show, Miss Queen Libra. I want to you Thank you guys. And if you're not following and subscribe, go ahead and do it now because we do this every week. And soon it's gonna be weekly, but that's coming, that's later. But for right now, follow us while we're doing this. That's right. All right. All right, everybody. Good night. Good, Good show, everyone. everyone. Good night. Good night.